What's going on, family? Now y'all been waiting on me to come back. Well, at least I hope y'all been waiting on me. I'm just in the car riding around. Just came from school, doing some uh, anatomy and physiology homework. No lie, no cap. Um, just coming through with another little piece of like what I've been thinking. Um, I was trying to give these people at my job, right? This, this speech. I don't know if I ever did this on the podcast before, but it's fresh on my mind now. Um, these algorithms that I keep seeing, it's like a certain trend that I always see. I just call them the algorithms, the algorithms in life. I haven't done much research on this topic or I'm just going based off what I've been noticing and what I've been seeing for the over the past few years. And this is like kind of things that my, my brain wanders into just on its own. And I'm single, you know, I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. I'm 28 right now, but I don't want to get into a relationship at all anymore. Um, I just don't think that based on my background, um, my upbringing, my genetic makeup, that is, I guess, conducive for me to be in a relationship at this point. Just not really ready. Just not emotionally developed, I guess you can say. So I would rather spare somebody, somebody's daughter, somebody's mother, the hurt, the pain, the emotional abuse, that being a hurt person as myself that hasn't really healed from the scars can bring upon somebody else who may also be hurt, but I just don't want to attribute to that. Not again, not anymore, you know? So I say all that to say this, right? That was a particular algorithm. <laughs> it's a particular pattern. I started to see algorithms when I started looking up gambling. That was the first time I actually looked at it from that standpoint because when you gamble, the, the slot machine is on an algorithm. Depending on how much money you put in there, or depending on what time of day it is, depending on how many how many times you pull the lever in a row, depending on if you stop the lever quick, it's all an outcome that's already predetermined. No matter what you do. But the effect is always the same. When you lose, you feel like shit. You're like, damn, why I can't get into the bonus? Why I can't win? Why I can't? Man, they just took my whole 50. They ain't give me no bonus round. Keep playing. You keep playing. Two things that gamblers pretty much want to do. They either want to play out of the enjoyment of it. So whether that's the machine or the dealer is playing with your money. You go up 100, you lose 100, you go down 20, you you win 40, you go up 60, you lose 20. Like, you at least want to be able to play the game and 
feel the highs and lows. Or you have some people that go in there with so much pressure on their money that they need to win $200. They just want to go in there and just win the $200. They don't care how it looks. They don't care if they go down to their last $5 bill and they just win 10 hands in a row and get the $200. They just want to have that feeling of like, I won. I left and I conquered a system that basically was against me, right? How is that so much different from life? Don't people feel good when they conquer something as that wasn't supposed to be meant for them? Aren't people content with just playing the game, working a job that can just, you know, pretty much cover their bills? When people fucking hurt is when they're broke, when they're always losing, when they're always... They're trying to make some shit happen, and it just doesn't want to happen. Like this algorithm pattern that I learned from gambling is actually a key essential thing in life. Just as when you think about pain and suffering, like pain and suffering produces the best music because it's one of the most relatable feelings that you can feel. A lot of people have been down and out. A lot of people have felt depressed before. So why wouldn't that type of music or that type of feeling relate to a lot of people? (laughs) Excuse me. How many of y'all said bless you, man? I appreciate y'all for saying that. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's very humid right now. I need to turn this air on. But yeah, you kind of get the gist of where I'm going, right? Right now, I went into Walmart, and this is so weird where I'm going to take this down, algorithm, right? Back in the day, I remember reading, it was a woman, and I don't want to disrespect her name or just butcher it, the the dates or the time period, but it it was back in the day, you know, slavery time, segregation all of that stuff (coughs) excuse me again this lady had a huge gluteus her gluteus muscle was as some people would say abnormally large it was gigantic They put her on display like an animal in the zoo. It's like a freak of nature thing, like a circus. Like, hey, let's look at the woman with the huge buttocks, you know? That's so fascinating. These people didn't see things like that. You fast forward to nowadays, I see so many women who are in the gym constantly working out to improve the shape and the size of their ass to try and fit this mold of beauty like even if their frame isn't even built in that certain way they're trying to create some kind of like ass or they're gonna go to a doctor and get it surgically done (laughs) Um, my problem is 
is that how come every time black people have something or like a minority race, right, has something that they do, why does it have to become mainstream? And it legitimately seemed like the people who are doing it are never a minority that become the most popular or the most famous of doing it. Like twerking is mainly a stripper thing. Black women, I remember going to a strip club 10, 11 years ago. The black women were twerking. The Spanish girls, they were dancing, but they weren't twerking. Now when you go to the strip club, everybody's in there twerking. Even the white women are twerking. Everybody has ass now, whether it's fake, whether they built it up in a gym. Everybody's striving to look this certain way now. And I'm not even going to lie to you. This certain way reminds me of black women. Because when I was growing up, most of the black girls had ass. Everybody else had, it was either flat or it was a little something, but it was like very petite. But like that bodacious, that just in your face, you have to turn around like, damn, that was usually the black women. It's like genetically, they just have that muscle. Just like genetically, like they always trying to say like black men have larger sexual reproductive organs, which I don't, I don't know the factual amount or the data that can prove that. And I don't know the data that can prove that black women have a majority of those type of figures, but I can base it off of my experience, I guess. I'm trying to keep this based in my opinion from what I've seen. It seems like everybody has ass now when I just remember black women having ass back in the day. That was something that we took um, pride in. Our physical appearance, us getting like the nappy curl, curly hair, now that's in style. The fades with the nappy curls in the middle, that's something in style. It seems like everything, like when you think about it, right? Hip hop music is like one of the most popular genres now. When I was growing up, it wasn't like that. It's an algorithm. It's a trend. You have to try to fit it in. Like, people aren't really happy with themselves. They're just following a pattern. If I want to make money, I got to go to school. Or I got to be an entrepreneur. Most entrepreneurs now that I've seen making a good living are all, all, all going on YouTube. They want to start off, they want to do reaction videos because they see that reaction videos are the easiest thing that you can do. The hardest part about it is having a personality and actually editing and spending time into your video and tagging the videos so they can get the, the most amount of, um, you know, like related clicks. You click on one video and then your video is within that realm of that video. So people will just click on it just to see what you're about. 
got to get a few of those maybe get a shout out from a bigger channel that can boost you but it's all about your social media presence at this point right what's eye popping ass dudes with huge muscles um popular video games you got to be really great at a really popular video game or really funny just basically entertaining you know be very entertaining at something or be very sexy at something do things that like other people can do but be consistent and have good quality videos and editing and be entertaining at the same time it's still a lot of work, but people can find a lot of fame and success off of uh, social media nowadays. So it's like a whole nother way to be an entrepreneur. You can sell merch off of your social media accounts, but we can't lie. Like there's a pattern to how you get successful on there. Also, just like there's a pattern in life, you go through school, you pick a, you could just Google like hundred successful careers go through school stick through that career progression and you can be successful you can make six fig six figures in a year eventually it's going to take some years to get to that point but that's the pattern that's the process to get to that to get that win in the casino it might come fast you might get a job opportunity. You might be like Jaden Smith and just get born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Or you might be a dude that just catches a break and just hits the jackpot within your first $20. But most of the time, why so many people are in there? Because most of the time you lose. Because at the end of the day, this casino of life, they have to make money too. They have to program the machines to basically entice you to come in there. They have to let you win a few times so you can keep playing the game. They show you images of ass, show you images of twerking. They show you images of Zell's rings. Kiss Every kiss begins with K commercials. Love, 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 love. TV shows talking about love. This and that, this and that, this and that, this and that. Keep playing the game. Keep putting money into the system. And keep working and keep working and keep working and spend years and become in debt and then pay us back. And then you can finally make some money, but it's going to take some time unless you know somebody, unless you catch a break. Then you can jump out the gate and be ahead of it. But then you'll have so much insecurity because we're still going to filter since you're making more money now, we're going to filter all of these things. We're going to say, hey, this car is the best. This is the best. These type of women are the best. And you're going to just get in that same algorithm where you have a lot of money. Now you're not happy. I hit the jackpot, but everybody has their hands out because everybody around me don't have money. Either I move away and do my own thing, but that money's gonna run out anyway, so it's temporary happiness before I get right back to being broke. It's not a sustainable income. It's just enough to make you smile in that one moment.
before they take it away. Before you take it away also. Because no one's going to save. Someone who hasn't lived life their whole life, they aren't going to save. They're going to see how much they can really enjoy themselves in the short, shortest amount of time possible. Because they feel like, what the fuck? Who cares, right? I've never had this before anyway, so I might as well indulge. But this is the algorithm, man. When you're at your job, that same guy walks up to your desk, asks you how your day been. When you're in a relationship, that same girl, she say, why you don't call her? That same guy, why you'll never cook? Why you never do this? Why you never do that? That same feeling that comes into your head. Am I good enough for anybody? Do I look good enough? Why I can't make as much money as such and such? Why I can't live? Why I can't have a car like this and that person? All of these questions, just a just a way to like get you to keep playing this game. When at the end of the day, it's all a game. It's all an algorithm. It's all a pattern. Think about how many times you do a pattern throughout the year. Oh, I'm going to change this year, like going to be my year. How is this year going to be your year when you continue doing the same exact things? You can make more money this year. That's great. Bravo. That's really amazing. You made more money. You made $20,000 more this year. You got a raise. You're still working in the same job. You're still stressed out by the same things. It don't even matter that you made $20,000 more. You're still dealing with the same problem. You still can't find nobody that you feel like is right for you. It don't even matter, right? Nothing even matters. You're just going to continue to work and continue to come home. You still don't get sleep. You're sleep deprived as hell. Oh, man, I'm going to be in my best body this year. I'm going to work out every day. You still go to the gym for two months and you stop going to the gym after two months. You keep doing the same exact stuff because you stuck in your algorithm. There is no changes to it. People call this shit a matrix. I don't know if this is a matrix. When I touch my hand, I feel it. When I pinch myself, I feel the pain. So there's definitely a realism to this world. There's definitely things that are happening around me in this world. But the thing that I can't, I can't ignore is the fact that when I continue doing the same shit and when I continue thinking about my history, my past, how I've always maintained the same circle of events, whether I was at a job, whether I was in a relationship, whether I was in school, nothing has changed. I've always been a good student. I've always tried my hardest at any job that I've ever been at. I've always done diets where like I would eat healthy and then stop. Like I was vegan for like two months. I've always done like, oh, I'm gonna run every single day and I've gotten hurt running every single day within a month. I dropped a minute or two off my time in the two mile, then I get hurt. Then I go back up to 16, 17 minutes. Then I got to drop it back down before my next physical test. 
It's the same exact shit all the time. It's always the same shit. We just never realize that it's the same exact thing. We think it's different because it's different situations, but it's really not. It's never different. It's never different. And that's what I want people to understand tonight. It's not different. You can't change. You can't change things that you don't know how to change. You can't. They say go to counseling. No, you really have to figure out what you are. What are you at the end of the day? Are you a person that that is willing to change? Are you a person that wants to go out and actually make things happen for yourself? Are you an entrepreneur? Were you raised that way? Were you given the successful traits to become who you really want to become? Do you even love yourself enough to give yourself an opportunity to make things different in your life? If you aren't, those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. A lot of the times I tried to make a change and I thought I was doing a change, but then a month later, I'm reverting back to the same person because of the same stressors keep stressing me out and it keeps reminding me and it keeps making me repeat history because I haven't truly changed within myself and I haven't truly felt like I love myself for the longest. I kept blaming myself for everything happening around me. I thought like if I take ownership of it, it would release the pain. None of that shit help. I'm stuck in the same algorithm. It's like this weird, like, I try really hard. There's a resistance. There's a breakdown period. I feel depressed, suicidal. And then I come back. I feel like I should just pray or meditate. And then I feel better about myself. Then I tell myself, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to continue going to the gym. I'm going to continue eating better. And then I go back to eating like shit. And then I come back around full circle. And I start saying, hey, it was all my fault. I should have never went through all of that. Then I go back around. It's just the same repeating cycle, repeating cycle, repeating cycle, repeating cycle. And I feel like people need to wake up and realize what algorithm they're in. When you realize the algorithm, then you understand. You understand life for what it is. It's interesting, man. But let me know what y'all think. Hope y'all enjoy my my 23-minute segment today just talking about the algorithms and the different things that's been on my mind but y'all stay up man peace